You're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. Well, thanks for joining us here on Bells in the Battery, episode 20. Stay tuned because you don't know what's going to happen next on Bells in the Bat Free. Hello, everybody. This is Bells in the Bat Free, episode 20. Wow. I'm John Bell, and I've got an interesting guest today, and I thought it'd be a good idea to get the gang together and celebrate the 20th podcast. So, uh, Ms. Schmackelheimer, Ms. Schmackelheimer, Brad, Brad, Arnie. Where is everybody? Hold on just a second. Hey guys, Ms. Schmackelheimer, Arnie, Brad, Hugo the janitor, anybody? Hmm. Strange. I'm just going to get my headset back on. Uh, there um, doesn't seem to be anybody here. It's completely deserted. I can't understand except uh, this envelope that's sitting here on my desk. The ratings. Ah, that's why nobody's here. This envelope hasn't been opened, and nobody wanted to be here when we opened the envelope with the ratings inside. I wonder if they also sent a copy to Aunt Harriet. If so, I'll be hearing from her soon. In the meantime... Hello? uh, Hello? Hello? I'm here for an interview. Oh, okay, just a minute. My guest is here. Um... Just, can you come in? Come in the front door. Come down the hall. Take a uh, the second left. You'll see the big window, the door with the window in it. Yeah, and uh, just come on in, and I'll be introducing you. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, it appears that uh, my guest is here. There's nobody to let them in. So uh, while while they're coming up, um, we'll just wait. I don't have anything else prepared. Hello. Hello. Oh, okay. Yeah. Come on in. We'll, we'll just we'll just start fresh. Come on. My next guest has worked in many advertising agencies over the years, writing the commercials you see on TV and especially those that you hear on the radio. I thought it'd be interesting to have his insight on the writing of radio commercials. So please welcome Mr. Havenhue. Please call me by my first name, Madison. Madison Havenhue. Yes, that is correct. To start us off, how would you define the word Advertising. Simply put, advertising is the process where we convince people they cannot live without a product or service that they never would have heard of in the first place if it weren't for the advertising. So your job is to create the illusion that people must have certain products? Oh yes, and on the radio this must be done with words and sound alone. There are many catchphrases that radio advertisers use to this purpose. For example? Have you ever heard that a product can get your clothes whiter than white? Oh yeah, that sounds great. Imagine my clothes being whiter than white. White. Uh, Mr. Bell, white is an absolute, like being dead. Clothes can't be whiter than white as much as you can't be deader than dead. So you're saying that the product that makes clothes whiter than white 
is directed only at zombies? I think you're missing the point. Let's try another example. What if I were to tell you that a product is new and improved? Well, I'd consider buying that. Sounds like the company that makes the new and improved product is really on the ball. If the ball is of oxymorons, if something is new, then it's never existed before. If it is improved, then it is better than it ever was. How can something that just came into existence be better than it was before? Whoa, those guys in the company lab really had their work cut out for them. <sighs> do you do the shopping in your family by any chance? Oh, yes. Then you have Madison Avenue right where they want you. Thank you. Uh, what else can you tell Let's us? Let's take an example where a commercial tells you of the savings you can expect. Let's say there's a sale where you can get a recliner for up to 50% off. I'm on my way. But, but, but wait, 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 wait. How much will that sofa cost you? 50% off. Up to 50% off. Up to covers a lot of ground, starting at zero. So I may not pay 50% off? There's a good chance. But at least I'm saving something. Are you? Let's say they tell you the price is 50% off. Now we're talking. 50% of what? The price? What price? The price... That it was before it was 50% off? And who sets that price? The people at the store? Let's say the store pays $200 for a sofa. They sell it for $1,000. Then take 50% off, making it $500. They still make a profit. Wow, $1,000 sofa for just $500? bucks. i am there. <sighs> okay, let's try something else. Let's pretend that you're listening to the radio. I come on a commercial and say that you can buy a doodad for just $29.99. Okay. Fine. Now, how much did I say the doodad would cost you? 20-something bucks? No, it was $30. I can't afford 30 bucks for a doodad. But you can afford $29.99? Well, that's only 20-something bucks. Do you not see the psychology they're using on you? $29.99 is just a penny away from $30. Yet you see it as 20-something dollars. Ooh, sounds like a deal to me. In that case, if you want a doodad, you'd better call. Call now. Where's the phone? Why are you calling? You said to call now. And I suppose you really believe that operators are standing by. Those poor people standing there waiting for me to call. I must hurry. And the first ten people to call get a free wackadoodle with their gizmo. Where's the phone? Where's the phone? Mr. Bell, have you ever wondered how they could tell you that only the next ten people to call will get a free gift when they make the same offer every time the commercial is broadcast? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you suggesting that some advertising is misleading? And the light shines through the holes in your head. All commercials are misleading? Oh, no, 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 no. But you have to listen carefully to what the commercial says and how it says it. I think I'm catching on. Investigate any product or service you're tempted to buy. Do not make your decision entirely on the commercial. I shouldn't? No. Okay. Then, would you like to buy a sit-and-squat abdominal six-pack producer and thigh thrasher? I've got a warehouse full of them. I'm very glad to hear that. You are? I wrote that commercial. Thank you for visiting, Mr. Havenhue. Uh, when do I get my check for appearing on this program? Please allow eight to twelve weeks for delivery. Oh, you'll learn something after all. <laughs> And now, here's this week's exciting and educational adventure of Mr. Wizard. 
Good morning, Billy. Uh, my name is George. Uh, where's Billy? Uh, he told me to take his place today. Some about being fed oh, up or something. Glad to have know. you here, George. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you know about the laws of probability? Uh, I think so. Some about a formula for something happening by chance. Very uh, good. What a bright lad you are. Yeah. Uh, for instance, if I flipped a coin 100 times, what would the laws of probability say? Uh, 50 heads and 50 <laughs> tails. Yes, wonderful. <laughs> yeah. It's so good to work with today's bright youngsters. Uh, and let's try a more interesting experiment. Okay. I have here three Las Vegas slot machines. Oh, wow. and naturally, the odds against winning with these machines are astronomical. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's see if we can do the improbable. Uh, pull the first handle. Okay. Uh, but don't hurt your hand. Easy. Boy, you're such a nice guy. Oh. Oh, oh boy, oh boy, I yes, won. Yes, yes, you did the improbable. You beat the odds. Yeah. The law of probability was that you should not win. Wow. Uh, try the next machine. Oh, okay. Uh, jackpot, jackpot, jackpot. Whoa. I won again, Mr. Wizard. What a talented youngster. Uh, yeah. Again, you've beaten the laws of probability. Can I keep what I get? <laughs> of uh, course, it's coming oh, to you. Uh, try the next machine. Okay. Wait, 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 wait just a minute. It's Billy. That should be me winning. I should but, be beating the odds. But, Billy. I belong in this show. Well, I'm going to do the last machine. Okay, okay, Billy. See if you can win. Wow, right, Imagine, wow. folks, what could be more improbable than winning three machines in a row? Unless, of course, it's the improbability that the third machine was rigged to explode. <laughs> well, we've got to learn to accept the twists that life throws at us. This is Mr. Wizard. And squad friend George. Saying bye-bye. And we're back in the studio here at Bells in the Bat Free. And while Mr. Wizard was playing, I opened up the envelope that said the ratings and learned... The truth, which means that Aunt Harriet should be calling me right about now. Right on schedule. Hello? Well? Well, what, Aunt Harriet? Your ratings. Oh, the ratings. Absolutely uh, reek. Yeah, I know that, but we're working as hard no, as... No, 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 this is a completely unacceptable. Heavens to Betsy, what do I tell Percy? I don't think Max really enters into this that much. Percy Worthington's... Yeah, He's not I, been Max for years. Why do you keep bringing this up? Well, I just always knew Miss Max Swamp Bottom, but we're doing everything we can, Aunt Harriet. I'm going to demand that you use some of my ideas. Oh, not your ideas again. After all, yeah. I have the money sense in the family. Jeans uh-huh. that never made it to you, I'm sorry to say. Okay, well, what are your big ideas first this time, Aunt Harriet? How what? about a political talk show? A political talk show? Yes, they have great no, but politics makes me kind of itchy, Aunt Harriet. I'm not very good at that. It doesn't matter. I don't know politics, Aunt Harriet. I have to do something that I know. How about if I do, like, a, a cooking show? I know how to cook. What if I did that? Okay. As long as it's conservative versus liberals. Cooking conservative controversy. Do you think I would do this just because you tell me to? Yes. Greetings to all of you connoisseurs across the fruited plain, the unfruited plain, the fruited fancy, and everybody else. This is the Hurry Flambeau Show. I'm your host and head chef of the Flambeau Institute of Conservative Recipes with talent on loan from Julia Child. And once again, I am broadcasting with half my taste buds tied behind my tongue just to make it fair. And now let us begin the show. I have a dilemma, my dear friends. I have here in my formerly Burger King stained fingers an invitation to prepare a meal for a bunch of liberal Democrats. So my dear friends, this is where I need your help. I need your suggestions. So let's go to the phone. Hello, you're on the air. Oh, 
Uh, uh, that's me. Yeah, uh, I think that you should make uh, uh, chicken. Yeah, chicken be real good. Well, that's a very good suggestion because when conservatives make chicken, we make a delicious recipe out of the right wing. When liberals make chicken, it's just foul. Next caller. Well, the reason they can't cook poultry is, no matter what's in the oven, it always turns out that they cook their own goose. Huh? This isn't working. Oh. This cooking show is the stupidest idea you've ever had. I've ever... I've... This is pathetic. John, you are hopeless. You are an embarrassing ambassador to the airwaves. Well, what should I do next? Maybe you can possibly try and do a sports show. Sports? Hi, everybody. The big game's coming up. That means our team's going to win the big game because there's no way our team can lose this big game because it's the big game, and we're ready for this big game. Let's take our first call. Hello. You're the first caller on the big game show. Yeah, that's going to be a big game, and we're going to win that big game. How come we're going to win that big game? There's no way we can lose this big game. we got to win this big game because it's the big game. It is a big game. we got to win this big game. Yeah, and we're going to win it. And you know why we're going to win it? Because it's the big game. It's the big game. Hold it, hold it, hold it. What, what, what? This sports thing is just not working either. You are not cut out for this. I should have guessed when you were the last one picked on the teams all the time when you were a child. Well, what should I do? Try public radio, yes. Good evening. Tonight, we're going to take a three-hour detailed look at the history of the paper clip. Its invention, its development, the creative uses for paper clips through the centuries, all, all, all with it. Could you be quiet with the piano, please? Stop! It's not working. Try the All Smokers Network. A round table. <laughs> Consistent. <laughs> okay, I got it. Try one of those supernatural shows. So this being stepped out of the craft. Yeah, it floated over to me. It was scary. I see, and um, did it communicate with you? Yeah, he talked to me. What did it say? It asked me if I had any more beers in my cooler. So the lines are open now for anyone to call in. Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Okay, stop it all. Now it's working. I have a show that everyone is going to want to listen to. Well, things are really changing up here in the Bat Free. On episode 20, things are doing fine with Miss Poor Sign. It's Harriet in the Bat Free. Hello, hello, you lovely audience. This is Aunt Harriet of Miss Poor I'm here to entertain, enlighten, give advice. I should be of great value to you, you loyal listeners. You'll soon realize wisdom only comes from someone of poor sign breeding such as myself. Thank you all for listening to Bells in the Bad Free or Harriet's in the Bad Free, episode 20, whichever it turns out to be. Written and produced by John Bell, voiced by John Bell and Becky Beach. Special material by Becky Beach. See you next week, whoever's going to be here. Her perfect little nose, but were you now, Coralie? Life isn't about being head cheerleader, you know. My friends, have we got a deal for you. In this limited time offer, you can purchase a brand new sofa recliner up to one half off. Yes, why pay up to $1,000 when you can pay down to $500 or more? These sofa recliners are more comfortable than comfortable. Plus, at this super sale, you can also pick up this bottle of new and improved sofa recliner cleaner at the amazing price of just $29.99. You heard right, $29.99. But you must call now. Operators are standing by to take your calls. And if you're one of the first 20 people to call in for the special limited time now only offer, we'll throw in a free piece of cardboard to put under 
your one leg of the sofa recliner to keep it from wobbling. A $60 value absolutely free. So what are you waiting for? This is the last time you'll hear this offer until the next time you hear this offer. And as always, 90 days, same as three months. Call now, 800-555-BIG-DEAL. Another fantastic offer from Big Deals Incorporated, where quality is more than just a word. It's a slogan. Hey, Brad, you think it's safe to go in yet? I saw the ratings. We'd better wait another hour. And now, Mutual of Ohm, providing spiritual insurance for your past, your present, and your future since 500 B.C., proudly presents Wrinkly's Believe It or Forget About It, bringing you strange but true tales and oddities from all over this wide world. And here is your host, Mr. Robert Wrinkley. Hello, I'm Robert Wrinkley. Next, do you believe in ghosts? Most people don't, but they change their minds quickly if they spent a night in the Haunted Hotel. That's the famous nickname of the Waldorf Anstoriger Hotel located in the historic city of Sandusky, Ohio. Built in 1890 on the site of a street battle between local candy makers, union rabble-rousers, and city police. The hotel has long been touted as haunted by the ghosts of the men killed there that fateful day. Guests who stay in room 305, for example, often complain about being awakened in the wee small hours by the sound of someone noisily chewing taffy. Across the hall in room 302, guests have reported that their sleep was disturbed by the incessant popping of bubble gum. And diners in the hotel restaurant have had entire tables upset by the unseen spirits of union agitators, climbing up to give long-winded speeches. The hotel is still open for business and does a booming trade during the month of October. Believe it or forget about it. You've been listening to a special feature of Pulp Paris Theatre, Wrinkley's Believe It or Forget About It. Brought to you by Mutual of Ohm, providing spiritual insurance for your past, your present, and your future since 500 BC. This is Gramercy Noun speaking. We return you now to our regularly scheduled program.